future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. What an incredible weekend myself and the SVK Crypto team have had. We have had the honor and privilege of taking part in the London EOS Hackathon. And it was my first hackathon and it was an incredible experience, which is going to be the center of focus for today's podcast, which I'm really excited to bring you guys up to speed on. But just to give you a bit of background, uh, myself and Oliver were a mentor at the Hackathon, which will explain what that role involves and what it really is. And Shane Key, her co-founder of SUK Crypto, was one of the judges alongside Brendan Bloomer, who's the CEO of Block One, and Dan Larimer, who is the CTO of Block One as well. So it was a very, very special event. The innovation, the skill, the talent, the creativity were astounding and it was an amazing thing to be part of. But before we jump into that, let's go for the levels real quick. So Bitcoin's kind of trading at $6,610, down 1.5% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's currently trading at $233, that's down 4% in the last 24 hours. EOS currently trading at $5.74, down 4% as well. The current market cap for the crypto space is $218 billion, down $2 billion today, and Bitcoin's dominance. It's currently 52.2%. So we saw a small run-up over the weekend, which was positive. I don't think there's anything to really highlight as of yet because we're seeing a lot of volatility at the minute. We're seeing a lot of buying pressure. Then we see a lot of a lot of people coming into the market who are, are boosting the prices back up at certain levels. So it's an interesting time for the crypto space. And I think a lot of people have really lost a lot of interest, and especially people I talk to who who used to check the Blockfolio account, which is an app that you can see your crypto positions on on a, a 30-second basis throughout the day, and now don't look at that anymore. But that's okay because this is a really great opportunity, I feel, to double down on education, double down on understanding of the space, double down on um, different protocols are out there. I think this is a really key moment before we have the third wave that hits us and you're prepared, you're in position, you've built up your understanding, especially for newbies in the market as well. So with that in mind, let's jump in to the EOS Hackathon, and let me bring you up to speed with everything EOS. So um, I think the back, I think it really starts on Thursday, where we had a brief um, meeting with the rest of the mentors and some of the Block 1 staff. I want to give Jay Chang a big shout-out who was in charge of all the mentors for the weekend. He did an incredible job, and he's part of the core team over there at Block One. Um, and we were really kind of given you know, a few simple rules. We're there to help. We're there to add value. There's two different types of mentors. So one of the mentors, which myself and Oliver, our blockchain analyst here at SVK Crypto, were given the opportunity to do was an entrepreneurial mentor. And I think that really really kicked in from the idea to how to pitch, so on and so forth. And the other type of mentor was a tech mentor, someone who has a deep understanding of all things relating to the underlying tech, whether they be C++, Java, whatever language they were proficient in, they had the ability to help out projects in certain situations. So the challenge, let's speak about that. That's the most important part. So the way this works is you would... 
as a mentor, you'd get there very early in the morning. I think we arrived at the London Science Museum. And by the way, Block One did an incredible job of being able to obtain two of the floors there. And they were kitted out to the T with cool tables with the EOS logo on at a hashtag EOS, uh, EOS London. So they have their own hashtag rolling around. I recommend everyone checks that out on Twitter because there's loads of cool pictures. So um, let me set the scene. So 7.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning, you had to be at the back entrance. This was because the museum wasn't officially open yet. And as staff, as mentors, as, as judges, what, what, whatever your capacity was as staff, you had to go through the back entrance, which was like a mid military barracks it was had a big gate had a, a massive door there so you definitely felt felt the place was secure pretty quickly and you were giving an, a given an armband which basically allowed you to enter the building for the day um, it was amazing to work with so many talented individuals from a range of different industries um, it was uh, you had guys who have run successful ICOs you had guys who were proficient in blockchain and a really deep understanding um, you, had, you had great coders all around the world. London did an incredible job of, of uh, representing the talent and all the individuals we have here who are extremely talented. There was lots of individuals from Block One who were flown in from Virginia, where Dan is based, from Hong Kong. So it was great. We were a massive team. We were a community looking to help others. So when everyone started rolling in at half eight in the morning, um, it, it, it was, we were prepared we were to greet everyone, to make sure everyone settles down quite easily as well. So just to kind of give you a bit of scene here, there was 465 developers who rocked up to the event and they were split into teams, whether they came as a team or, or whether they, um, they came on their own and actually found a team, that, that, did, that didn't really matter. But what was really interesting was the challenge, which was data security and privacy. So here's a challenge. Blockchain has the potential to redefine the way we understand technology and its effects on a user's privacy and security. With new breaches, new regulations, and an increase in public awareness around internet privacy, now is the time to explore ways in which this new technology will impact our security or privacy in applications we use online and every day. So after this was announced, everyone ran back to their desks to start hacking at 11 a.m., by, I'd say, kind of 12, a lot of ideas were formulated. One of the ideas that caught my attention and, um, and actually did quite well in the, in the event was Gen EOS, G-E-N-E-O-S, and they were a genetic data transfer. So the idea was that, let's say you had, or let's say Alzheimer's was the focus, which it was for this particular project. By giving or allowing your genetic data to be put onto the blockchain and then given to a research facility, you can basically understand if you're going to have Alzheimer's, you see what your probability is. Let's say if a family member has Alzheimer's, you can, you can hand over your research that could potentially help them. And you also can submit your data to help others via a subscription model which had a smart contract attached to any research facility that would like that and you were incentivized to do so so you had a you had a um, you know you had a, you had a reason to do so as well which like that project caught my attention and the team were, were on point and did a really great job but what was really amazing is the fact that everyone got jumped in there was tons of energy drinks there wasn't much water but there was tons of energy drinks tons of coffee and it was a very special thing to be part of. The vibe in there was electric. Everyone started coding. Everyone started kicking off. The ideas were bouncing around the room. There was a lot of different chatter occurring. And 
I think as a as as um, for someone who hasn't been there before, it was an amazing thing to witness. Everyone kind of working together, pushing forward the innovation, the creativity around the room. I had the opportunity to talk to all the projects that I was assigned to and that were in my room, which was the flight deck, which had tons of aeroplanes strapped to the ceiling like space rockets everywhere. And in the middle of all of that, in the midst of all of that, you, you had loads of, devs, loads, of, loads of devs basically hacking away in coding, which was, which was an immense sight within itself. But th th there was amazing ideas. There was ideas from um, data protection when you, when you go online, how to, how to basically protect yourself. There was social media applications which had a data type uh, theme to it. There was a new email application forum. There was a dating site that had um, the elements or had blockchain technology basically there to uh, safeguard your data. There was a dating site which was insane. There was so much creativity. There was so many different ideas. And what was really amazing was the diversity of everyone there. There was, there was a few different girls. There were a few different block producers. There were a few different people from Australia. There were a few different people from London. There were a few different people from all over the world that came here for one reason, which was to take part. And I really felt, you really felt that being in the room. Everyone was there to take part. Everyone was there to have fun. Everyone was there to have a good time. So the first day was good. It was more about idea generation, more about kind of getting the rough structure to your coding there. And they really executed on that. I think myself and Oliver left around 11, half 10, 11 p.m. Obviously, people stayed. There was a room with tons of sleeping bags and, um, and, and uh, pillows and things like that. So people crashed there overnight. Some people didn't go to sleep. So when we rocked back up 7.30 a.m. on the Sunday, you definitely felt that vibe when you see tons of energy drinks dispersed all over the room. You, you can see people's eyes. Their pupils are red because they've been looking at a computer scheme, screen for like 12 hours straight and they haven't slept. And um, they were preparing for their presentations, which was great. Sunday morning when we first came in, a lot of people were wrapping up the coding, the initial idea done, the coding done. Now it was presentation time, which was a really interesting time because what I did see a lot of was great ideas, great execution in their presentation standpoint. They did lots of cool slides. They made lots of cool um, UI formats. So when you looked at it, it was visually very pleasing. You understood what they were doing. The code was great and simple, but then it was presenting in a lot of groups. They didn't have they didn't have the picture. They didn't have someone there to present their products. And when certain individuals tried to try to present it, who were really kind of techies, I think a lot of a lot of it, a lot of the creativity was lost in the communication. Which our jobs were there to kind of bring that forward to help people kind of restructure what their pictures are to really present what they were looking to do and communicate that message with the judges. So you had the first round judges who were a block one tech team mixed with a few of the different judges who are gonna be on later, such as Dan, Brendan, and Shane. And once you, I think it was 14 teams went through to the final, which were put into the IMAX. Now the IMAX this they had there was incredible. It's like a huge cinema, which is full to the brim with spectators, with mentors, with VC funds that were there. Everyone was there. Everyone in the EOSIO community had a presence in that room. It was a very special room to be part of. Now what you had was Dan, Brendan, Shane, and a couple other judges. Mike Alexander, who's head of EOSVC, judging now these guys were sitting in the front row 
of the IMAX or the cinema type <laughs> type theater type style. I'm trying I'm trying to get some visual context there so you can you can kind of you can follow me with this. And the room is packed, the lights go off, and you see EOS arrive on the screen, which was <laughs> whoever does their artwork, by the way, is, it does an amazing job. And um, the project started lining up and started presenting. And obviously, it's very nerve-wracking. There's probably four or 500 people in the audience. Uh, so these guys may not have presented before in their lives. I think everyone did an incredible job, by the way. Once they got on stage, once the adrenaline started pumping to present, uh, the winner was EOS Shield. Um, they, they were a team of two. They did a phenomenal job regarding web security. They won the $100,000 prize. Second up, we had Chestnut, which... It was really interesting. Chestnut was or provided a whitelisting service um, for whether it would be an ICO, whether it be for your finance, but like a whitelisting service that you could basically submit information to and it would store on the blockchain. Super interesting. And third price was on the block, a tool for storing identities and passport information on the EOS IO blockchain. Um, and it, it, already had, it really had some core features um, of some blockchains such as Ontology and Civic but it was not built-in features for EOS as of yet. So that was great to see that come through. But what I want to make crystal clear, this was a cold code event, which means that no one can start with any code, which means everything was created from fresh, whether that be the designs to the templates to the code itself. So that was amazing because these guys created like apps, they created websites, they created everything in a 24-hour window. Amazing things to be part of. I want to give a big shout out to Jen Eos as well, who won the best um, social application. They won, they won that for the, the great idea they had and the execution they had behind that as well. Well, listen, if you have any further questions or queries on the hackathon, um, please let me know. We're really looking forward to the next hackathon, which is going to be taking place in San Francisco. And that's going to be on the 10th of November. So keep an eye out for that one. It's going to be huge. I want to thank you for your time, your attention, as always. I want to thank you, the listener, for everything you've done for the SVK Crypto 15 Minutes of Crypto Fame podcast. Without you, we wouldn't be where we are today, producing daily content, doing what we do. We're here to give back. We're here to help. We're here to do everything that we can to support the crypto community out there. So let's do this. Let's make it happen. That's a wrap. And I've got a bounce. Thank you for your time and attention. And remember, as always, to join us on Telegram, SVK Crowd. Hit us up on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. There's some pretty cool pictures there of myself and the team. So check that out. And you can also email myself, C-Story, C-S-T-O-O-O-I, at SVK crypto.com let's go let's go let's go that's a wrap you've been listening to an svk crypto podcast original follow us on twitter at svk underscore crypto email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com leave us a message on our website www.svkcrypto.com 